0: screens TVs huddled together actually not huddled together sitting far apart from each other but enjoying enjoying uh, home life or church and homes it's a wonderful opportunity for us to really do something different this is very different for me standing here recording in front of a a camera and in these seasons and this time we're actually going to be doing a whole lot of different stuff but actually for the name of Jesus and to extend his kingdom to stay safe and all the good things that need to come from this season in the midst of this trial and crisis that we're in i've got a couple of announcements to make first as before we get into our first preach on the book of acts and the first one is this the first one is this is that we have a church whatsapp number church whatsapp information number that uh, if you could right now even get your phones out and put this WhatsApp number, save it in your phone, save it as a contact, and uh, follow the prompts, say hi, say hi to the, to the WhatsApp number, type in "ha," and uh, what'll happen is a, an automated message will come to you, and then you'll be able to put in a one or a word, and it'll actually get a whole lot of information to you. This is absolutely key in this season. Uh, firstly, because we need to get as much information to people and keep people informed as much as possible going forward, uh, as well as actually, us being in contact with you, uh, finding finding what to do, how to do it, how, as things change. In this season, we've got to be very flexible because things can change very quickly. So I really would ask you to get your phones out now. I'm going to give you the number. And uh, if you can save it in your phone right now, save it as a contact, and then type in hard and follow the prompts. Uh, what it also does is it also allows us to, as I'm talking, I'm thinking here, it also allows us to give... As many people that are on that contact list, a, a, a communication if things change radically. So please, this is very important. The WhatsApp number is this. Are you ready? Phones out. Ready to save this number. 083 083 261 261 1724. 1724. 083 261 1724. That's the WhatsApp number. Type in how once you've saved it as a contact and follow the prompts. Also, can I say this, is that our website is full of all sorts of information in connection with uh, uh, the, the space that we're in at the moment, with the, with the virus being what it is. So please do access the, web, the, what, the website for as much of the information. It's in detail form there. Uh, many of our communications can't give all the detail that that is on there. So please do use that as a resource um, to get onto Please also, this message will be available in DVD and CD, and if you bring us a USB, we can put it onto that as well. Uh, for those that don't have uh, online facilities, we want to make sure that everybody's got access to that. And can I ask you as well as a community, and I'm going to be getting into that as we get into the Book of Acts, that actually what we do is that we help each other in this regard. If you've got friends, if you know some people in the community that may not have the data or the access to the online can you be their portal can you be their hotspot, and actually get that information to them get it for them download it for them and get it to them so that all of us as a community can help each other hear what's being said hear from God but more than that actually hear what's going on in this season Uh, some people have asked what about giving Uh, how do we give well we can continue giving by EFT we can continue giving by Zapper as well uh, every, every host will have, a, will have a little Zapper card uh, that you can use with Zappa. If you've never used Zappa before and you have the capability of having a, a credit card and a, and a smartphone, I want to suggest to you Zappa is a very good option and it makes things very simple and very easy and we can give easily in that moment. You can also drop off cash um, at, the, at the church offices um, if you're really wanting to. Uh, but again, I want to say to us, can we as a community band together uh, and help each other? That's a word that I've been given. I feel like God's given us for this season is help. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. We need help and uh, we need to be helping each other. And uh, what you can do if somebody's wanting to give and they, they've only got cash and they've only... Friends, get together and find a way that we can actually make make, do those deposits electronically and take cash and put it in and... All those sorts of things friends that there's a there's a way to get through this but it's by helping each other and I would suggest that you do that well I also want to say this just in terms of some uh, introductory announcements stay flexible things can change within hours and uh, please do be on that whatsapp number so that we can send that that, that information through if you have access to social media Instagram Facebook Please be current with that. Make sure that you signed up into the Glenridge Instagram and Facebook if you have those platforms available. We will be communicating on all those platforms as well as, as on that WhatsApp number to get information through. These, these messages will also be available on our podcast um, site so you can, get on, you can what, listen to podcasts, the audio version of this. So please do uh, just help each other in re- with regard to this. You might be very affaite with uh, with with online streaming and and all these things but actually some older people might not be ask can we how can we help you how can we get the message to you and let's be thinking beyond ourselves and seeing making sure that everybody has the help that they need Um, can i also say this just as we go forward and i'm going to keep saying this over and over again please stay safe please stay safe please wash your hands Uh, somebody said this jan put in one of the posts she said She said, uh, what did she say? She said, be wise and sanitize. Make sure that we are are sanitizing. And if you haven't got sanitizing uh, juice, whatever that stuff's called, uh, just uh, make sure that you're washing your hands. A good wash of your hands for 20 seconds with soap is better than, in fact, sanitizing. So just keep washing our hands, uh, making sure that if you are sick, if you are sick, think of the other Think of the other and potentially stay, stay at home for that moment until you get better. Um, just we want to be safe and more safe than sorry. And we just want to make sure that we are doing these things well. And I've uh, humorously, I've said this to a number of people. The good elbow dab, you know one of those? It's a, it's a dab, but it's kind of a, one of those. is so good in this time. You can cough into it. You can sneeze into it. And you can also just say hello with it. And so, please just be aware um, of, of no hugging, no shaking hands. We keep on saying that, keeping your distance from people, and making sure that we are staying safe. Those are some announcements uh, that are key for the time going forward. Now, to get on with our, what I believe God is saying to us now, and uh, Anton and Ange, Kato were with us this last weekend and made a phenomenal deposit, both with our leaders on the Friday night and Saturday, and then into the church on the Saturday, on the Sunday morning and and Sunday night, and they they spoke about the life of the Holy Spirit and living in the life of the Holy Spirit and expressing the life of the Holy Spirit, and what that looks like. And uh, so this morning I wanna I wanna start to pick up through the book of Acts as we get into the book of Acts. Now we're gonna we're gonna start formally and start to go through the book of Acts. This is a bit of a, a jump forward, um, but we're gonna jump forward for the sake of. This place that we're in now, what needs to be done in terms of pasturing and shepherding and leading people into, into health and to safety and to what God has for us in this season under the restrictions that we have. So, what does a church that is full of the spirit look like? If I to ask you, what's a spirit-filled church look like? If I to ask you that, what would you imagine in your mind what a spirit-filled church would look like? And maybe maybe you can you can maybe discuss that after this after this message in your, in your smaller groups. And, uh, but in the book of Acts, there's two occasions in Acts chapter 2 and in Acts chapter 4 where it describes what a spirit-filled church looks like. In fact, at both occasions, there's an outpouring of the Spirit of God on the people of God. And in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 and Acts chapter 4 verse 32, it gives, starts to give you a description of what that spirit-filled church looks like. And what I want to do this morning is I want to use that to launch into the book of Acts, but also to to speak into the time that we're in so that we can shepherd people well through this season and you are going to be healthy and get through this well. So, before I even get there, I want to say this. Somebody said this. Actually, Drew sent me this quote. Losing your head in a crisis is a good way to become the crisis. Losing your way in a crisis, losing your head... In a crisis is a good way to become the crisis what we want don't want to do is we don't want to lose our heads and become the problem and become the crisis we want to hold our heads in the midst of a crisis and help people move through the crisis and so i say that up front because actually that's the world is going through all sorts of changes and friends the world is not going to ever be the same again it is literally never going to be the same again Things are going to change. The way we do things are going to change. And God has completely got this. He hasn't been caught uh, by shock. He's not surprised by what's happened. He has a strategy already in heaven waiting for us to be able to download so that we can get through this. He has a plan. And we've just got to make sure we follow that plan. So losing your head in a crisis is a good way to become the crisis. We don't want to be a church that becomes the crisis. We want to be a church that becomes the solution so let's have a read at acts chapter 2 verse 42 to verse 47. this is a well-known text and uh, before i get in there you'll see that acts chapter 1 and acts chapter 2 there's been an outpouring of the spirit of god uh, Three thousand people have been added to their number um, to this very small group of people probably 120 in the in the upper room the spirit of god falls on them god starts to move and people get added to the church so the church What's about, to, what's about to be described now is what a spiritful church looks like. Listen to what a spiritful church looks like according to Acts chapter 2 verse 42. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship. They've devoted themselves. They gave themselves. The spirit of spiritful church gives themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe. Everyone was filled with awe. Not some. See, a Spirit-filled church has everyone filled. A Spirit-filled church has everyone involved. Everyone participating. Everyone contributing. Everyone was filled with awe. When the Spirit of God comes in a community, there's an awe. There's a holy fear of the bigness and the greatness and the magnificence of our King that we serve. Not just the favor of the people inside their their groups or inside their big groups and inside their small groups, but the favor of all the people in the city. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. That there is a description of a spiritful church. One of the descriptions in the book of Acts about a spiritful church. And what I want to do is I'm going to have a quick look at those. Look at very simply, just go through. There's eight points there that I just want to go through and make some comments around that. And then I want to take us to an acronym. Um, I always find acronyms a little bit cheesy, but we're going to do that this morning because I feel like I woke up this morning with this, with, with this word in my heart, HELP. So we're going to use the word HELP and, and I'm going to put it make it into an acronym so we can remember what HELP means or what helping others means. So the first thing when you get back to the book of Acts is this. They devoted themselves, they gave themselves willingly. They, they were... They were passionate about they were giving of themselves willingly they they were they were taking hold of these things they devoted themselves it wasn't somebody telling them what to do it wasn't somebody uh, forcing them to do something manipulating them to do something they gave of themselves a spirit-filled church has initiative a spiritual church has, has people in it that devote themselves that become the solution don't become the problem and they devoted themselves, first of all, to the apostles' teaching. And this, the, this book is full of the apostles' teaching. And so actually the first thing that we've got to do if we want to be a spiritual church and we look at this early church and we say, God, we want to be something like that is we've got to ground ourselves in the Word of God. Friends, in this season, we've got to make sure we are grounded in the Word of God. In fact, we've got to make sure we're grounded more in the Word of God than we are in News 24, or social media, um, there is a barrage of information and news, and it's bad news, and it's growing the worst news. Friends, we've got to be well informed. We've got to we've got to know what's going on. But man, we've got to be grounded in the Word of God so that we don't end up in fear, but rather end up in faith and peace. This is why we are starting from Monday, uh, from tomorrow. A Glenridge devotional on our podcast. It's going to be a five to seven minute little audio clip. And, and it's going to be a little de- devotional, Monday to Friday, different people doing it. And the reason why we're doing that is because we want to make sure we're grounded in this time. And if you're busy and you, whatever you're doing, actually you can just take five or seven minutes, listen to the podcast, listen to the encouragement from the scriptures, meditate on those scriptures, and just spend some time praying. And uh, being grounded in the Word of God is absolutely key in this, this season. They were also devoted to fellowship. They were devoted to a common life together, a common life. We, however, have a little bit of a challenge on our hands because we've got to have a common life with distance, with social distance. So we can't be, a lot of us around our tables, intimately around a table like we would love to be and what our value is, but actually we've got to be a little bit distant, we've got to be careful. And the reason why we've been careful, friends, I want to reiterate again, is not because we're fearful, We're not careful because we're fearful. We're careful because we love our neighbor and we wanna make sure that we don't give them what they don't want in terms of a disease. So just, we've gotta have fellowship with distance. But the the idea there is they had everything in common. They had everything in common. Friends, at this time, we've gotta move from a mindset about me and we've gotta move to a mindset of how can I have something in common with my neighbor, with my friend, with my fellow believer, with distance, with social distance, but how can I help them? This is a definition of help that I found online. It says this, help is to make it easier or possible for someone to do something by offering them your services or resources. Can I say that again? Help, make it easier or possible for someone to do something by offering them your services or your resources. We want to have fellowship by being helpful. By offering others our resources and our services, things that they don't have. You might have data, somebody else does. Help them with data. You might have meals, somebody else doesn't. Give them meals. And all of this, I, I, I'm going to keep reiterating please be safe. If you're going to go and drop off a meal with somebody, make sure you drop off and they self isolating perhaps. Go and put that meal outside their door, and, and leave them to get it. We've got to be safe in these things. But friends, we can't stop helping each other and get fearful and get inward looking. We've got to be generous in what we're doing. The second thing that they, the third thing, sorry, that they did, in in uh, devoting themselves, they devoted themselves to the breaking of bread. Friends, this is a phenomenal moment in our smaller groups, in our family, with our families, and our homes to be breaking bread together. The breaking of bread is a is a Is a phenomenal moment in God remember this I've I've said this many times to us where we remember what Jesus did for us we participate in what Jesus did with us for us now and we anticipate what God is doing so what we do when we break bread it's that moment where we actually put everything aside and we say God we remember you through the elements of bread and wine or if you haven't got bread and wine a meal was actually the breaking of bread back in the day was actually a, a real meal is when every time we have a meal to, over this period, actually just remember what Jesus did for us. Make real what He did 2,000 years ago and appropriate it in your life right now. Guilt-free, shame-free, free from, free from the, 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 the penalty of sin and growingly free from the power of sin as we relate to Him. That is remembering. And then participating. Appropriate that in your life right now appropriate in your life right now and then anticipating anticipating a future hope where jesus returns and makes everything new anticipate a hope where actually anticipate there isn't a coronavirus anticipate a hope that actually there's a there isn't a there isn't this this dreaded this, this virus and disease that's on us but actually there's a hope without it friends if we want to have hope going forward we've got to get into breaking bread in our homes together and remembering who jesus is and what he's doing The fourth thing that they gave themselves to was prayer. Friends, we've got to be a people of prayer at this time. Prayer is a phenomenal um, act because actually not only does it edify you, but actually your distance doesn't matter. You can be praying for Chinese people in China, or you can be praying for your, your son or daughter sitting next to you, and the power of prayer affects that. And so actually social distancing, we've got to get around social distancing. The church needs to lift its prayer life up to another whole level. And I want to encourage you to pray. As we have devotionals in the morning with our little devotional app, uh, podcasts, use that time to just spend some time praying and trusting God in prayer. Some prayer points that you can pray for. And isn't this amazing? I'm thinking of this as we get there. Never in my lifetime, never in my lifetime has the global body of Christ being in such unison with the issue around what we're praying for, the church around the world has a common purpose right now um, around around what to do with this coronavirus and COVID-19. It's an, a phenomenal thing, friends. Together with the church, when you're praying. And you're praying into these things remember there are millions of people around the world praying very similar prayers and god is taking them up like incense and i'm excited to see what he's going to re- release from an answer to those prayers going forward so so what are some of the things you can pray for you can pray for protection and containment the protection and containment of this virus that it doesn't go people to people as quickly as it should or actually not at all we have just got to keep praying for that we can pray for healing for those that have got it that they can be healed We can pray for those in isolation, that God would meet with them in their isolation. We can pray for those that are grieving, those that have lost loved ones. There are thousands of people around the world that have lost loved ones. Let's pray for them. We can pray for the medical professionals, the hospitals, the hospital staff, the hospital managers, the people that are leading those organizations, that God would be with them, that they would be protected in their own bodies, and that actually they would be able to do what they're called to do in this time. We can pray for the researchers. Those that are researching vaccines and and cures and all those things, pray that God would give them unexpected breakthroughs, that God would bring clarity to their minds. Just pray for them. Pray for your leaders, both spiritual and secular. Just pray for the leaders. Leaders, at this time, in a time of crisis, leadership is absolutely key. Good leadership will take us through the crisis and make us stronger. Bad leadership will just take us nowhere and will get weaker. Pray for national and international governments. Pray for the governments, the heads of state. Pray for President Ramaphosa and his cabinet, that they would be wise. Pray pray for our nation. And lastly, I want to add this to you, pray for the business owners. Pray for people with small businesses. Pray for all business owners and leaders at this time. It is going to be an exceptionally tough period. But we on we, God, we can, we can release the blessing of God over businesses in the midst of this crisis. What else? That was four things. The, fourth, the fifth thing that they, that they did, we see in this, that they, we see them doing in this, in this text, is that they were filled with awe and many miraculous signs and wonders were done among them. Friends, in this moment, as much as we're getting practical and we need to get practical and we trust in God and we're keeping social distancing and we are doing all these things, as much as we've got to do that, Friends, I want to say to you, we've got to trust God for the miraculous power of God to break into our lives. And the healing power of God. If there was ever going to be a healing revival, now would be the time to see it happen. But the believers have got to have, got to have an expectation for God to move in this moment. And his, his protecting power and His preventing power. Prevent God, please stop this. By the power of God, he can prevent a virus from transmitted. And by the power of God, he can bring healing to those that have got it instantly. And this, this community of people, this spiritful group of people, they understood that and expected that. Let us be that group of people as well. Another thing that they did is they had radical sharing of their resources. And I've touched on this already. None of them claimed that any of their resources were their own. None of them claimed that any of their resources were their own. They were helping each other. Friends, this is so contrary to the panic that is happening in, our, in the nations of the world now, where people with resource are able to go and clear shelves of food and, and, and material and stuff, start stockpiling for the future. Can I just say that is not what the early church did. They did not stockpile at the expense of people that can't afford to stockpile, that live hand to, hand to mouth or everyday everyday living, earning a wage every day. Actually, the, the early church, the spiritual church, they gave away their stuff. They didn't hoard their stuff. And I want to say to us, please, 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 there are people in our community that have much, and there are people in our community that have very little. And the reason why God puts us together is that we can be a help to one another in our various needs. Please make sure that we are in this place now of radical sharing of resources. Ask God for creative ways for you to share resource. I said earlier, maybe it's data, maybe it's food, maybe it's whatever it could be, just a sanitizing gel, or maybe it's something, just fine, we've got to share our resources with the people of God. They didn't have a hoarding mentality. They had a giving mentality. They had a generosity of heart. In fact, it says that they sold their possessions so that everybody would have. They didn't max their credit cards out and draw down on their savings to clear the shelves and checkers or pick and pay so that, we, so that others wouldn't have. They actually gave away. Let's, let's be the early church. Let's be the early church and have a radical sharing of resources. Next thing we see in them, they said, it says they met in big groups. They met in big groups. They met in the temple courts. Now, we can't meet in big groups anymore. We can't meet in big groups. President Surumaposa, the government has said to us, less than no more than 100. Friends, can I just put this out there? And I'm sure many of you might not be thinking this, but just in case you are. By us not meeting on a Sunday and continuing to just do business as usual, ignoring the directive and saying that, man, if you had faith, you wouldn't worry about it. Friends, can I just say that is not God? actually if you want to have faith in the scriptures the scriptures say submit to the government so let's be a people that submit to these things in faith and do what we can because friends we are thinking of the other person not just about me you might be in the category that you're not that susceptible to to this virus to COVID-19 but actually you know what the person next to you could be and we're not going to meet because the person next to me doesn't I don't want the person next to me to get it so we're thinking we're not thinking about me We're thinking about we. We're not thinking about me. We're thinking about we. We're thinking about the person next to us. How can I help? And helping can be getting out of the space if I'm feeling sick. Helping can be all these things that we've been talking about. They met in their homes, it carries on to say. They met in their homes. They met in smaller groups. And in their homes, guess what they did? They broke bread. Exactly what we can do this morning or this evening as we we meet together. They ate together. They, 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 and it says they ate together with sincere hearts. And you might not be eating together. Maybe you're just having a cup of coffee together. But they did whatever they did with sincere hearts, friends. With sincere hearts. Not fearful hearts. With sincere hearts. Hearts of of integrity. Of of owning the situation. And wanting to be there. And being a help in those moments. It says they were praising God. Praising God. We're going to meet in our homes. And we're going to praise God. You might not have a person that can play the guitar. And maybe not... Uh, kind of we're not going to have the corporate worship that we we have and but maybe you do you can do a little bit of worship friends maybe you can put a cd on and just worship together maybe you kind of old school and know some hymns and you can just lead some people in some hymns friends whatever you do do it with a sincere heart and praise god and look at the result of what happened to this group of people it says this it says they enjoyed the favor of all the people friends the church is is called to arise at this time and as it arises, it will enjoy the favor of our government. It will enjoy the favor of the people. It will enjoy the favor of all those around us. It will enjoy the favor of other churches. Let us be these people. A spiritual church does this. This is what they do. And then it continues to say, And the Lord added to their number daily. Wow. So in the midst of crisis, in the midst of, a, of, a, of, of COVID-19, God can orchestrate it with responsible love. The church can grow in number and it can grow in maturity. It can grow in its ministry, and it can grow in its maturity. What an awesome opportunity we have, friends, in this day and age. This is what a Spirit-filled church looks like. This is what a Spirit-filled church looks like. This is what a Spirit-filled church looks like. But now for me to get to my acronym, my cheesy acronym, HELP. Take the words HELP, H-E-L-P. We want to be people, this spiritual church, they were, they were devoted to the Word of God. They were devoted to each other in the common life. They were devoted to Jesus. That was the breaking of bread. They were devoted to Jesus, the breaking of bread, remembering what Jesus did for them. They were devoted to prayer. God did amazing things amongst them because of the life they lived, the Spirit of God on them. There were signs and wonders amongst them. They, the, all these things that I've spoken about. They met in, in big groups, which we can't do anymore. They met in small groups, which we can do. It's amazing. It doesn't matter where, what situation the gospel finds itself in. The gospel is unchained. The word of God is unchanged. And there's a way for it to get through. And that's what we're doing now as a group of people. So let's get to our HELP acronym. Let me give you that definition again of HELP. What does HELP mean? HELP means to make it easier or possible for someone to do something by offering them Your services or your resources help is making it easier or possible making it easier or possible for somebody to do something that they couldn't do before by offering them your services or your resources that's what help means so what does that actually mean let's have a look at this help H H if we want to be helpful we've got to be hopeful if, you, if, 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 we are, if we are not bringing hope into a context, we're not helpful. H is, if we want to be a help in this time, we've got to be hopeful. We have every reason to be hopeful because of what, what we have and who we are in Jesus Christ. Somebody, somebody said this, Drew. In fact, I'm saying somebody else. Drew sent me a text this morning and he said some of these things. He said, we've got to learn to breed hope with our words. Breed hope with our words. Words create the environment Where hope can either grow or die. If we want to be people of hope, we need our words need to be hopeful. Not unrealistic, not unauthentic, but hopeful. Remember, we have a breaking of bread moment where we remember, we participate, and we anticipate. We anticipate what's coming, the hope that is ours in Christ. And so we have hope through COVID-19. And we've got to be people that don't get onto social media. And put unwise information, even if it's true information, some stuff just doesn't need to be shared anymore, friends. We just need to speak a message of hope, that there is a way through this crisis. Don't be a hope consumer, be a hope dispenser. You know what, we can walk into a situation and we suck the hope out of the room because we are so hopeless, but we want to find a place in Christ through our devotions, through our devoting ourselves to the word of God, through all of these things that we've been speaking about this morning, so that we don't only consume hope, but actually we dispense hope. It's not enough to have hope, we need to share hope. Hope, unless we're hopeful, we won't be helpful. What's the next thing? E, exercise love. Be hopeful, E. E exercise love and I've deliberately said exercise love because love is not just a word it's an action it's an active thing so you want to exercise love we want to act love we want to actively see love worked out we want to see it actioned what does it mean to exercise love it means to think of others friends it means to think of others not just ourselves we've got to think of others what can we do to help how can we be of acid how can we bring to bear the resources or even the limited resources that i've got to bear to help others that have got less than that friends god cannot be mocked those who sow reap and whatever whatever is sown, and whatever generosity is brought out god friends god keeps the accounts and whatever you sow will come back in some way or form let's exercise love and be generous and think of others It's thinking of the lonely. Love looks like thinking of the lonely people. Thinking of the single people that might be isolated. Sending them a message. Sending them a message. Friends, hope looks like not just sending a generic, all the memes and things that we get out, but actually just sending out a genuine message, being praying for you. Love looks like praying for people, praying for you. I've just felt God say this. Send in a word of encouragement. How are you doing? Thinking of you. I know I can't be with you because you're self-quarantining or or something like, or um, self-isolating. But actually, we're thinking of you, praying for you. Friends, that's exercising love. It's a way to exercise love. Buying groceries for people. Buying groceries for people. Cooking for people. Being wise, but cooking for people. Helping people. Being generous. Um, Considering daily how you may help someone suffering through this pandemic, and then acting on it. Being creative. Asking God. But friends, unless we're asking God, unless we're taking that moment to say, God, how can I help? We'll just go through life and kind of it'll pass by and we're going to miss the opportunity that God has put before us in this moment to help others profoundly by exercising love. H, being hopeful. E, exercise love. L, lift people's heads. If you want to be helpful to people, the best way you can be helpful is to lift people's heads. Fix them, help them to fix their eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of faith. We spoke about this last weekend, two weekends ago, Hebrews chapter 12. Fix your eyes on Jesus. People of faith fix their eyes on Jesus. Friends, what you fix your eyes on in this, in, this, in this moment will either lead you to faith or it will lead you to fear. And the difference is what you fix your eyes on. If you fix your eyes to only social media and only all the negative stuff that's going on, you're going to end up in fear and you're going to think, what am I going to do? But if you fix your eyes on Jesus, the author the beginner, the starter, and the perfecter, the one that walks us through these things, actually will end up in, in faith, not fear. What you fix your eyes on, lift people's heads, get them to fix their eyes on Jesus more than what they are on social media. Find courage in the scriptures about the life of Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. And then lastly, help, help, H is for, H is for, I'm forgetting it already, H is for hope. Hope. E is for exercising love. L is for lifting our heads. And P is for prayer. Friends, this is a moment for us to pray. Can I ask us to take a dedicated time every day and just pray? Take 10 minutes. If you can only do five, do five. If you, if you, if you can do more than that, and you can do half an hour, just pray. Friends, pray. If you have the gift of tongues, pray in tongues and edify yourself. But more than that, pray for others. This is a moment. If you want to help in this moment, we can't be in each other's homes as much as we'd like to be. But man, we can be in each other's lives through prayer as much as we want to be. And we've got to be those, those people that at this stage are praying. Distance, prayer overcomes all distance and all social distance and all geographical distance we can release a prayer in South Africa that affects the United States we can release a prayer in South Africa that affects Russia we're going to release a prayer in South Africa that affects our neighborhood prayer prayer is a is a huge part of what God has for us so if we want to help if we want to be like this this early church and help find our hope in Jesus exercise love in a profound way lift people help people lift their heads beyond the bad news and fix their eyes on Jesus. And P, pray. Let's be a people of prayer. Friends, this is what, God, this is the context that we are in. There's nothing we can do about it. All we can do is get before God and say, God, how do we get through this? In love. Like the, and be the spiritful church that we're called to be. In Jesus' name. Have an amazing time with your groups. Pray for each other. Lift God's name up together. And we'll see you. On the podcast or here you will you can hear me hear us on the podcast or, or you can see us on further for the video video preachers bless you guys love you all we're praying for you can i just take a moment right now to pray for us father i ask you that you would meet us profoundly in our homes father i pray the power and presence of your spirit would be there in a tangible way right now as we pray as we as we wait on you We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your life. And we ask you, Lord God, that that will express itself in the midst of this crisis. Thank you, Father, for homes that are open. Thank you, Father, for hearts that are open. Father, let's look for the opportunities to help one another. Give us the power. Let us be the spirit-filled church. Would you you fill every home right now? As we pray, will you begin to fill every home and every heart with your presence right now, Jesus? We thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you guys.